Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello and welcome to another edition of Free Men and a Little Virus. Yes, my name is Mark Cridlin. I'm the one that kind of holds this all together. And I'm joined by our regular, irregular comedians. They are AMJ, that's Adam Morrison-Jones, and Paul Tingey. They bring the funny to this. And uh, this week, it is week 14, and we're calling it Bleep. You'll find out why. There's lots of bleeps in this week's show. I think we were just tired because it was a little bit later than normal recording. But hey, anyway... In this week's show, we talk about uh, quotes that can go on to AMJ's Edinburgh posters. Uh, That one time that Paul actually entered a rap battle. Yeah, you can imagine that one. Um, What happens else? A woman gets her car wrapped up for parking in front of someone's house. Uh, AMJ talks about his comedy night, which is actually coming up next Monday, 24th of August. And uh, what you get when you arrive. Uh, Oh, the big news, of course. SMTV is back. Yay! It's coming back for a one-off special. We'll chat about that and an exclusive reaction from AMJ's girlfriend. Hmm, I think she's happy. Uh, We also talk about Trump shower. Yes, Trump showers. Uh, STDs at uh, holiday parks. Yeah, AMJ's the expert on that one. And the film review is uh, Street Fighter. Yes, that classic film, Street Fighter. That's what Paul reviews for us this week, and it's good. So, sit back and enjoy another week of Free Men and a Little Virus. But first, a word from this week's sponsor. I am me. A man. A serious one. Moving through time. Through space. Through life. The features of this car are interchangeable with my masculine identity. Sleek, fast, hard, shiny, imposing to other men, totally unappealing to most women. I am the owner of a serious man car. What is to drive? It is to dare, to daze, to debase. Deceive, defend, deflate, defy, degrade, delude, demolish, denounce, deny, destroy, disgrace, dangle. Born alone. Drive alone. Eat chips alone. At a welcome break. Just outside Hemel Hempstead. Alone. All car. All man. All man car. Car of man. Manly car. Man. Men. Me. Please, look at me. My car. My manhood. My winky. Serious man car. I your joke earlier on, AMJ. I saw it on Facebook just uh, before joining this conversation. Oh, the Aerosmith one? No, not that one. I thought that was a bit contrived, but it still made me smile. Oh, thank uh, you. <laughs> thank you, Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> one star. Um, it, it, was, it was the Slipknot musical. Oh yeah, yeah, which would be great because they've all got masks on. Yeah. Perfect for COVID. I started yeah. to panic, thinking, "Hold on, was that not AMJ's joke?" 
<laughs> I, I, I think I did three jokes today, which is weird for me because usually I did five within a five-year career. Yeah. And just kept doing them. So, yeah, I'm trying to write more. I think uh, now's the time. And I'm still upset that my quote, and I'm happy for you to, to attribute it to stand and deliver because no one knows who I am, but um, it's, uh, I didn't give up on him when he you know, why is that on your posters? Do you know what, though? It is going to, I'm going to do another one tomorrow of all the quotes that I can't really put on a proper poster, such as uh, my friend Danny Hunt. Like He's in an illusion act called Amethyst, and he's one of the lead guys who works with Darren Brown. He's in the magic circle. He's quite up there. And the quote he gave me was, he's so good, he made me wet. So I can't like just put that on anything, but I put that up on there, Paul. With that, so good he made me wet. I didn't give up on him, even when he was rubbish. <laughs> even sh- it's got to be sh- as it. It's got to be. Sh- how many times have I got a bleep? How many how many bleeps am I putting into this? I, I tried to edit myself there. Yeah, yeah. It was Paul that ruined it. It was, it was, it was old, old ting tingy. Uh, old old boy tingy. Old potty mouth thing. Three of us. Um, it's not all that often I get to say that nowadays that I'm the youngest. So I'm going to take credit for it was I can. Um, but oh. the of, don't forget the rest but of. But he's the, the baldest. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think he is. Uh, no, okay. AMJ is starting to go in the back of the middle. Yeah. Yeah. But the anyway, what, what other quotes? What other quotes have you got, AMJ, that can go on your new poster? Well, you could give me a quote, Mark, that I could put on this new poster as well. If you like good comedy, don't come to this. How, how about just how about just three letters, a word that comprises of three letters? Yeah. M-E-H. Meh. Meh. I'd rather Meh. not have a quote. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, well, I'll, I'll, fine. I go out on, on a whim. <laughs> Meh. I've got some here from, like, Fabersham <laughs> Fringe. Uh, five stars, nice shoes, <laughs> nice. great stuff, very funny, and a nice voice. Lee <laughs> Mack always gets, whenever I've read a review about Lee Mack, I always mention his shoes. Okay. It's a weird thing to like comment on. The, what shoes yeah. were I wearing that day that people thought they're nice shoes? And I don't think yeah. I've ever owned a pair of shoes that I thought, oh, they're really nice. Yeah, how how's this for a quote for your your new poster then? Yeah, um, I thought that joke was funny. I like that. They, I they, just that... to go on the on the one funny joke. See, we, we go on that line. Yeah, I thought that joke was funny. I reckon it'd be even better if you said his joke was funny. Yes, yeah, it's it's shorter. It's yeah. his joke. I like that. I, I I've I send these over to you to prove I'm not making them up. But I've got one here that says a marvelous a marvelous moist performance. <laughs> was it a warm day? It was. And uh, my teeth yeah. take from laughing. Oh, yes. Which ones? Hey, <laughs> that'd be hell of a different show. It probably <laughs> would. So, so anyway, um. Welcome everyone to the podcast. This is week fourteen. Yes, fourteen weeks we've been at this. Blimey, we're still here. 13. People are still listening. Imagine what productive stuff we could have done in them fourteen weeks. Yeah. Imagine if we put our minds together and created something that could help the world and people in need. Imagine yeah. all the stories. Imagine all the people. 
What was that? <laughs> that was John Lennon. Yeah, uh, he's come back from the dead via Paul. He sounds like he's back on his way to the dead with that accent. <laughs> that was me trying to sing properly. Thanks, AMJ. I'm oh, sorry it? about that. Was it Eleanor Rigby or were you singing Park Life? All I'm going <laughs> to say, AMJ, yeah, is I've got another quote for your poster. Have you? Yeah. Get ready with the bleep button, critters. <laughs> Five stars. I, I had an idea the other day as well. Like, you know when comedians used to, like, take makeup quotes, like, for their Edinburgh posters years ago? Uh, There's, like, a Michael McIntyre one that says, probably the best uh, British-speaking comedian of all time, The Sun. Now, in my mind, I'm thinking, well, Michael McIntyre did that when he wasn't famous. So if I just take that quote and put his name underneath it, that's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah, I think it's fine. I'll tell you sort of two of my favourite ways that posters done quotes. So when Alan Carr first done The Fringe, he was using Jimmy Carr quotes on his posters, but he was putting Carr Not to be confused with the snake from the jungle book. Yes. And uh was a film poster and the review had given them two stars, but they spaced it behind the person standing (laughs) so it looked like they'd given them five stars. I like that. That is good. I, I like the uh, the one from the IT crowd where they go to Gay the Musical and some of the quotes on that are not as long as some musicals. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just such a great quote. Because there are things in the West End that I've seen and the, the key is to still not like check your watch after an hour. I think that, yes. that's if you've mastered that in comedy, you're fine. But there's been a few musicals, I say in the last five years, where 20 minutes in, just checking that watch. Just checking that watch. Did you ever see American Idiot, the musical? No. No. It was It was like, we will rock you. Was it about Trump? <laughs> well, kind of. It, 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 no, it was no, not at all, actually, back then. I've got to come yeah. back to Trump shortly because uh, I've got a new story about Trump. But um, it says about Green Day. Fake news. Fake news. Yeah, so it was, it was a Green Day musical about probably about 10 years ago now. See, that's the other problem of getting old. You think stuff is only about two or three years ago, and you go, no, that was nearly two decades ago. <laughs> yeah, who was it the other day? He asked me a question, and I, I had to think, and I went, it's probably been about 20-odd years since I've done that, and went, God, I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> was it Magnus Magnuson? He's good at asking questions. Uh, yeah, yeah, he is. Yeah. And it's probably about 20 years before someone's brought him up. Magnus Magnuson. Yeah, 90% of the people listening are going, who? And we've really pissed off Magnus Magnuson. They probably think it's a new flavour of cider. Mm, Or or an ice cream. Yeah, cider ice cream. Now now we're cooking. Or a wrapper with a unique flavour of sound. (laughs) What? (laughs) Magnus Magnuson, like, sounds like a good rapper name. You could be M.M., no, uh, no. Uh, if, if if you was a rapper, what uh, what would your name be? Soiled sheets. 
You thought about this? That was a quick answer. I have. I thought about it. I've got two. Like, I've a soiled sheets because it sounds like, oh, it sounds a bit desperate, but working your way up or ill-advised because Ill-advised. I wouldn't be very good. I tried rapping this week, actually. I thought, you know what? I'm actually going to try and add a bit of rap into one of my songs. And uh, no, knows the answer to that. That's not happening. <laughs> it was a good, like, 10 minutes of going, no. You know when you try something sometimes and you think, if I persevere with this, it's going to be really good and I reckon I can nail like it. Like I did with you, AMJ. Exactly. With you. And, and then to finish the quote, I stuck with him when he was because I saw gold. Beautiful. Do you know what? Because you saw something in it. But I have did. But you tried doing something where you look at it and think, do you know what? There's nothing in this. There's no point doing it. I'm not. Okay. <laughs> there you go, kids. Sometimes having a dream just doesn't pay off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give up. Give up while you can. What so, would be your but... rapper name, Cridland? Yeah, Cridland. Uh, I don't know. What do you think it should be? I don't know. Well, already your initials are MC, so you're yeah, half exactly. MC MC. Yeah. MC MC. MC squared. MC hammer. I oh, know that's what he's taking. He, uh, he was good. He was. Yeah, no, can't touch that. No, <laughs> well done, Paul. He had other hits. I bet if Dave the Elephant said that, you'd have wet yourself laughing. I probably would have done. You know, it would have been hilarious. See, that's the thing. It's all about a funny voice nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's going to get you far in this industry. <laughs> Said Mary. <laughs> See? D E F G. I don't know, maybe. See? That's a good joke, that. Uh, I, forgot, I forgot they existed. That was uh, living the dream live. It was. Uh, that, there's something that should be in a time capsule. Yeah. Paul's yeah. Paul's, Paul's what? Paul's poor jokes. Oh, because you, you keep cutting your signals a bit rubbish. I'm sure it sounded like Paul's porn jokes. I thought he said Paul's poor, uh, porn hooks. <laughs> and then it, then I thought, did he just say Paul's pork hooks? Like he's got a way of making his own crackling quite easily. <laughs> yep. yeah, that, that, would be, that would be impressive. Could but, that be your rap name? Pork hooks? No, no my <laughs> rap name... And I'll tell you what my rap name will be, because I have been a rap artist before. I entered a competition and I came third for rapping. The the disappointing thing, there was only two people who actually applied and I still came third. Um, <laughs> so sad How did story. they feel about this? H- who? The, the other two people who won the rap competition. No, I, the, it was me and one other person. I was so bad, they wouldn't give me second place. <laughs> well, that's pretty harsh. Yep. My, I mean, this was at primary school. No, it was at the grammar school. But uh, my name was Pitney. Pitney? Pitney. Why? Because my initials are Pit, and I wanted the, the sort of a bit of the tingy in it as well. So I took the knee from tingy. I thought it sounded good at the time. Well, that's because you were a grammar school kid. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can you say that? I love the well, way that you were having rap yourself. battles. Yeah, the rap battle. Um, annoyingly, I won the rap battle, but because my my lyrics were not what was uh, expected, they were uh, rude. So, no, they were not rude. There's a lot of effing and jeffing going on. 
no effing and jeffing, I wrapped a Jamie Oliver recipe. That's pretty <laughs> clever, actually. What, what, what was it to make? It Turkey Twizzlers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what was it for? It, it was for Toad in the Hole. And oh, okay. I, I once uh, went to watch a, a scream metal thrash band, and this is where I got the inspiration from, um, because one of their songs was called Delia, and they just screamed out six Delia recipes, including all ingredients and step-by-step instructions. <laughs> Can I just say, the image of you going to watch a scream metal death band, like... It's just genius. Like, like, did did you just look round and think, "Oh, this is not my audience"? No. Do you know? What I thought AMJ. I thought I'm enjoying this. Oh, no. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny. Sorry. Well, well I'm glad you enjoyed it. Believe it or not, AMJ, I was in the middle of the mosh pit. Were you? Yeah. It made me think back to my rugby playing days. <laughs> did, did you think to yourself, "This isn't the way to the toilet"? <laughs> I'm and then he went, and he went. Well, it's all on the floor now. I want to see sixth. Does like uh, they're like this? I, don't, I think they call like math rock metal or something with my friend. And uh, we decided to go in the mosh pit, and this was about three years ago, and lasted about five and a half minutes. Oh, I was about to say you're too old for that sort of thing now, AMJ. Oh man, it was just just brutal. Just... You can never be too old for a mosh pit. You can, Mark. You, you can. can. I've seen cr- I've seen some very old people in a mosh pit thoroughly enjoying themselves. Either no. that or they've pooed themselves. Either that or they've got lost. <laughs> I I I can't tell this story. Where's yes, the I can. Margaret. <laughs> oh no! Where's me better call? <laughs> Norman. <Anyway>. Norman, <laughs> what you doing in that mosh pit? <laughs> I remember Glastonbury two thousand and four of going to see James Brown and he was great, right? James Brown was great and then James Brown finished. Now, you may not agree with what this guy did and no one should because he's an evil person, but the bad on after that were the lost profits. Now, the thing is with Glastonbury, because it's so light, avant-garde and everything, they just mix it up a bit. And uh, most of the people from James Brown stayed at the front for the lost profits. So, like, everyone are just, like, going, sex machine, yeah, oh, feeling good. And then they come on and were just so loud and heavy. And I, I just looked to the side of me and there was, like, this 60-year-old couple, like, in fear, looking at what had happened. <laughs> like, seeing your house and all your childhood memories torn apart. Oh, memories. Oh, 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 Kenneth, please get the LSD. The marijuana was good enough for James Brown, but we need something <laughs> to get through this <laughs> it was really like that of just watching it and you do not know what's next. Oh, the, the last, they sound like a funk band, The Lost Prophets. <laughs> you could have laid down some songs. They, they could be a good worship band. Yeah, yeah, I, see all I the prophets. Really, yeah, I don't really think they're going to go under that name anymore. <laughs> no, no. Somehow. Oh, dear. Um, just want to go back to rapping. Actually, because this leads in quite nicely to uh, a news story that I found, and it's a quite a re- uh, like a, a localish news story to us as well, because it comes from Margate. Oh, ladder dreams! 
Yeah, so it's all kind of in between us, because you know, you know, we're hiding in Dover, and there's you over in Hernia Bay. True that. Where all the old people is. That's where you've gone. You've got an early spot, haven't you? I have. I just want to get in, but I know I'm going to be old. He's already marked his plot. I've, yeah. I've seen it. I was looking at it the other day. What's they next door to your house, isn't it? It is. They were burying someone the other day, and that like dug a hole and everything. Well, that's kind of what they do in Gregor. Yeah, but you know when you just watch someone digging a hole and think, oh, they're going to put a body in there. It's just... Bernard Cribbins knows all about that. He does indeed. Dig it elsewhere. There you go. There's a bit of rap for you, Critters. Get back onto hey. the story. Excellent. Well, um, yeah, this one is a new story about a guy in Margate, and he was getting more and more annoyed with people parking outside his house because he's got he, he paid a lot of money to have a drop curb <laughs> so he can park his car on his driveway and uh everyone you know people kept parking at the end of his driveway and he was getting more and more peed off so one day he uh he took it a little bit too far but luckily the uh, the the person who parked their car in in the way found it quite humorous so there is a happy ending at the end of it all. So don't worry. Don't worry. Um, so, yeah, this guy, he's, uh, he was getting annoyed. And one day, someone parked the car at the end of his driveway. And he went, oh, not having any of this. So what he did is he went out and he put a note on the windscreen saying, move it. And, uh, and then, you know, he, he, he obviously thought, he thought this one through. He left a note on the windscreen. Then went and sat on his balcony because he's got a balcony. You know, he's Margate after all. And uh, he... Uh, <laughs> Nothing happened. No one came back. So he went, right, sod it. He just had a, uh, a delivery of um, pallet wrap. You know, the black plastic pallet wrap. It's like black oh. cellophane. So, yeah. Where I work. He, he, had the, he had the amazing idea of completely wrapping the car in cellophane. And uh, within 20 minutes, the, uh, the person came knocking on his door, surprisingly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, they, they didn't mind all the while that there's a note on it but as soon as they wrap the car i mean it's an impressive wrap he did the whole car you could barely see anything off the car you know you can only see partially a part of the wheels he'd done a proper job on it it uh yeah completely wrapped it up and uh, yeah it looks like a nice um yeah, christmas present for someone oh, that's pretty but, impressive. but luckily the the girl it was a girl who'd moved in next door but one and she didn't, yeah, you know, she didn't realise she'd parked in front of a driveway, even though there's big signs that say "Do not park here." So apparently, she uh, she found it very funny, and she won't park there again. So <laughs> yeah, I love the idea of. I'm glad she found that funny because that bloke clearly will put through those windows next time. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, you know and, when you can just think you're either doing that for a joke or deep down that hammer's coming out. Well, apparently, because um, it's quite a, a clingy substance, it actually took all the well, dirt off the car. Oh, that's good then. So it, it, the car came out cleaner than uh, before he put the wrap all over it. So it, she was better off. Um, there was another time that someone parked outside his house and uh, he got he'd actually got into a bit of an argument. The, uh, the gentleman who, who parked his car there he was trying to be all, uh, I, I'm a child of God. I can park wherever I want. You know, he, he, he pulled the religious card on him. Which, uh, <laughs> it's the first time I've heard of this. Yeah, being, religion being used in this way. But yes, yes, I am a child of God. I can park where I want. Have you ever used that one, Paul? No, I haven't. 
I've never heard of it. It's the first time I've heard of it. That's but quite um, impressive. Yeah, apparently they, they had a bit of a barney, and the bloke just walked off, left his car there. So, um, you know, in another way of not damaging the person's vehicle or property in any way, all the guy did. No, 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 because that could that could cause chemical burns to the paint. <laughs> but what he did do. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. But what he did do was um, he got one of these big wheel, um, uh, you know, the car jacks. And he got yeah. one of those and put it underneath the front of the car, lifted the front of the car up just a few inches off the off the floor. So when the guy came back, he got in and went to try to drive away and it wouldn't go anywhere. The wheels were just spinning. <laughs> That's amazing. He, after that, he decided that he would never park there again. If that was the man of God guy, he'd probably think that his car is ascending to heaven. Yeah, very yeah. slowly. <laughs> <laughs> ah, see, they, so cars do go to heaven. All good cars go to heaven. Yeah. That's what I was waiting for. So um, anyway, how have you guys been this week? Anything interesting happening? Uh, you missed that. We talked about that before we joined the phone call. Yeah, so, yeah and that's before we started recording. So, I yeah. think you were talking about washing machines. Apparently they yeah. live longer with cow gone. Uh, yeah. We've got a new washing machine. That's exciting. Oh. Yeah, that's uh, always a, a nice purchase. What make is it? Uh, I'm not sure, actually. It's a white one. Yeah, it's, it's quiet. It's, it's a very quiet washing machine. I mean, like, it's in a cupboard. Close the door. Can't even hear it. The, the old one turned it on. Yeah, that could be a good point, actually. <laughs> it's really quiet. It's not doing anything. <laughs> and all my clothes just come out the same as they went in. Yeah, but they're already smelling. Bring the noise back. What bring the noise back? <laughs> some rocks. Oh yeah, yeah, rocks would. We need so, to fix uh, your signal out, Paul, because you keep cutting out, and it's really weird. Um, I'm doing my best. I tell you, I'm going to turn the Wi-Fi off because this house is rubbish for Wi-Fi. Well, you know, I heard you turned your Wi-Fi off anyway. Did I turn your Wi-Fi on? He hasn't got a clue. Tell it it's sexy. Here I am. That was a nice message to come back to, MJ saying he's sexy. Well, I said, yeah, well, Paul, it was never in any doubt. <laughs> I'll uh, look forward to this, to this later to find out it's not about me and your interest trying to massage my very fragile ego. You don't have a fragile ego. Uh, I do. It's not I just like fragile ego. Yeah. Can you reply to people? For, for booking your comedy night because I've had at least three people contacting me going, uh, you said Paul recently about the standard delivery night and you know when you're like, I don't live with him it's yeah. like <laughs> just message him yeah, I've, always, I've, I've already replied to people so I'm starting to think they're not seeing my messages yeah, I, I don't know it's, it's, it's nothing to do with me, I was like, do you know what it's nothing to do with me talking of comedy night though, it's your, your comedy night next Monday isn't it AMJ it I was getting indeed. all confused thinking it was this Monday just gone because uh, even Sarah turned around and went, aren't you going out tonight? And I went, I don't know. What date is it? <laughs> and she said, <laughs> I was like, nope, it's next week. It's fine. <laughs> oh, man. Well, my Uncle John uh, got confused and actually went down to yeah. the comedy night and sat Maybe he stick. listens to this podcast because we said it was going to be it, last week. We said, yeah, next Monday. But it, it, it wasn't. Yeah. I don't <laughs> know what happened there. Next Monday. It is actually next Monday now, people. So if you are looking to come, it'd be great to see you. And if you do turn up to the live night, 
you get a free Jones's Holiday Park guest pass and a tea card from the 1980s and early 90s. So, uh, come on. Uh, I'm going to go with yes. I should have smelling those tea cards. Well, I've got a whole box full. I've got over 2,000 tea cards because I thought they were worth a lot more than they actually are. <laughs> How much did you pay for them? Uh, for the whole box? Oh, yeah. Ten, about a tenner. But I thought I was going to sell them for hundreds. Uh, turns out, no. You're giving them away for free. I'm giving them away for free with the guest passes to Jones's Holiday Park. The only holiday park that isn't really there. Ooh. So what do you get with this guest pass then? Uh, what does basic, it entitle you to? Well, it entitles you to so much more. Uh, you, you could go to the Jones's Holiday Park Facebook page and it gives you a number. So it gives you a guest number. So when you write a comment, write it with your number and you can file your complaint and you will get a genuine reply from one of our team. One of your team, is that just you, AMJ? At the moment, yes, because times are hard. I'm working in a supermarket to fund my lifestyle. Your lifestyle? Ant and Deck aren't doing this, are they? They're not doing extra hours in Iceland. Talking about Ant and Deck, have you seen they're bringing back a uh, a firm Saturday favourite? Oh. London's burning. No, 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 no. no. No, a Saturday morning kids TV thing that even even our friend Peter Cox did. <gasps> they're, they're doing a SMTV. Yes, for a one-off special. Oh. That, because it's thirty years since it was last on TV. No, since it was launched. Sorry, since it was launched. I was about to say thirty years ago since it was last on TV. Oh, no, physically sick. But, uh, of course, because our, our you know, lo- local. Local lunatic who puts on weird and wonderful shows in Deal. Uh, Peter Cox was uh, was oh he played several characters in SMTV. So um, yeah, I- I'm hoping that he's going to be included. I do. He was a professor in it. That's how I met Peter Cox. Yeah, yeah, that was his main character. But he did a few others as well during the during he, the course of this thing. Yes, and and uh, Kat, Kat Dealey is coming back as well for it. I loved SMTV. When I first met my girlfriend, she said that was her favourite all-time programme. Mm, a good choice. cruel and rude they were to the children, especially Deck during Wonky Donkey. Oh, <laughs> it's got a rain, man! It's got a rain! <laughs> At one point, I really thought he was going to swear angrily down the, down the camera. <laughs> You can imagine their rehearsals. I bet they did muck around and swear during those rehearsals. Oh, definitely. Yeah, other um, TV children's stuff. Because you got the Funhouse, the uh, the twins. One of one of the twins from the Funhouse lives uh, in Hawkins, up the road from us. Oh, have you have you yeah. been up there recently? The Yellow Twin. Yes. Can I remember her real name? No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's one of the Simpsons. Yeah, that's it. Uh, yeah, it's, it's uh, SMTV coming back for a one-off special. It's going to be um, aired later this year. That's all we know hold so on, far. Hold on, Ethan, Remember... come over it. W- wait for this reaction. Uh, SMTV's coming back for a one-off special. Oh my god, actually. Yeah. Are you joking? Though? No, no, it's really happening. When? Why? Well, it was thirty years. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many questions. <laughs> Much more excited about this than Dave the Elephant leaving the house this uh, 
perhaps then. Well, everyone's more excited than Dave the Elephant leaving the house. You, you generally <laughs> look shocked, honey. I'm so excited. When? <gasps> on an actual Saturday morning at 9.25? Well, probably. On ITV? It'll be on ITV, yeah. Well, we have Pokemon. I don't know if there'll be Pokemon. <laughs> like, I'm not broadcasting it. I'm not the head of ITV anymore. <laughs> anymore? What have you told her? That's how, that's, that's how I won her over. It's like, I'm the chief commissioner for ITV. When? <laughs> I don't know when. It's just later this year. Later this year. Who's told you? Mark has told me. <laughs> how does he know? But Mark's <laughs> the head commissioner for ITV. <laughs> no one's winding you up, honey. No, no, it's, it's real. Oh my god, yay! I've never seen Ooh, you this tell excited. Tell her to Google it. You'll have to put <laughs> the morning. It'll be on a Saturday. Yeah. But you're off tell Saturday. To, just tell her to Google it. Yeah, just, just Google it. It will come up. Oh my god! With and the can cat. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And hopefully Peter Cox as well. That's right. And Peter Cox. It has made your day. It's made your life. <laughs> Best reaction to anything ever. Yeah. Bye bye. Wow. I. I, I I've never made her that happy. <laughs> it shows. <laughs> Do you want some bad news? What? What? It was a hoax. It's not really coming back. Really? No, no just, just kidding. <laughs> I'm not going to that living room now. If that's the case. <laughs> I, I wanted to say. I, I really wanted to say that while while she was in the room, but I thought no. I've already upset with Dave the elephant. Uh, is Dave is, where where is Dave? That. Is Dave still uh, at yours, AMJ? He's still at mine. He's uh, he's been busy. Uh, what's he been yeah, up we, to? Dave played a game of bananas with my niece and nephew on Sunday because Dave doesn't like it when he hears word bananas. He goes crazy and has to chase and uh, beat me up. So yeah, that, that's all he's been up to. <laughs> is he quite a violent elephant now? Then he was quite violent. Like you know, kids like. There comes a point in their age where, oh, everything's nice and cute, but they really like to see you hurting yourself and they find it funny. <laughs> Does anyone else get this? Yeah. I, I don't have kids. I'm I, I, I just happy being a funkle. But it's the best way. It is. It's just throwing me around like I was pretending he threw me into the wall and then it actually hit me on the wall and I stumped my toe really hard. And you know when you stump your toe so hard? It, it is like someone has just put their finger into your, your little hole. In your, I, I can't say that word. You know that bit of your willy? And Jay, now be a good time to stop talking, I think. No, no, no. Well, what can you call that now? You know, the <laughs> hole at the end of it? Because you can't call it what we all used to call it. What? The hole? We, we racial appropriation not, now. Not just say it. <laughs> this is a DCR. We can't do that. The end of the uh, urethra. The yes. end of the urethra. What's the slang Urethra Franklin. <laughs> because you can't that... call it the thing that we all want to say and the way it's been phrased by every man for generations. To be honest, there is a man of, of that um, nationality who's a good friend of mine, and he called the end of the willy that uh, a while ago. And I went, what are, you, what are you on about, Italian pizza? <laughs> what are you on about there, you calzone? <laughs> P-hole. It's, it's the urethral orifice is the uh, official term for it. Urethral orifice. Normally located at the tip of the gland's penis. 
at its junction with the Frenula Delta. And to give um, the whole part its um, full term, it's the urinary metus. It's not a real light slang term, though, is it? You need something. Um, one eyed snake. One eyed snake. That was always one. E.T.'s finger. <laughs> I'm not racist. No one on here is racist, but there are still terms like because we were born in the 80s, uh, except you, Mark, you were born in the 60s. But it Shut is up. that kind of thing where you try and get rid of that language because you've kind of grown up with it. But on the same time, something like that, we're talking about that part of your penis. It's just, do you know what I mean? It, it's odd. It's like you want to be a better person, but they haven't given us any new word for the slang of that yet. I was giving you yeah. one. I, I, I was an entry on Urban Dictionary before they took it down. I was on there for about two and a half years. My friend put it on while I was at school. Uh, it was a tramp-like peasant monster. T- a tingy. Yeah, a, t- a, a pool tingy. A pool tingy. A tramp-like peasant mm. monster. And still didn't come up with another word. There's the one, guys. Uh, let us know on social media the new word for that bit of your Venus. Um, I think <laughs> the weeping willow. <laughs> if it's weeping, MJ, go and see a doctor. And no yeah. one I ever is so happy that <laughs> about some different news. Anyway, um, I mentioned Trump earlier. Oh, is it? Are you talking about? We've gone round the weeping back. willies. Yes, gone round the back. That's what she said. Um, yes, well, apparently, um, you know, you, everyone knows how perfect Trump's hair is, don't we? Yeah. In his own little world. Yeah, yeah. And that's in his own bloody words as well. Yeah. Uh, he actually wants to change a government ruling on the use of water so that his hair can stay perfect. Yes, so there can be more pressure coming out of his shower head. Yeah, so it. Yeah, it's a bit weird. I don't know why, why he's going on. Yeah, 1992, a new rule was put in in the US saying that the amount of water that can go through a shower head uh, is 2.5 gallons of water per minute, which is more than enough. Uh, any more than that is just wastage. But the, um, the, the, the most powerful man in the world as he is, um, complained back in July and now is uh, trying to push it through. In his own words, it was, you take a shower, the water doesn't come out. You want to wash your hands, the water doesn't come out. So what do you do? You stand there longer, take a shower longer. Because my hair, I don't know about you, but it has to be perfect. It has to be perfect. Yeah. But um, yeah, so the they rules are there to try and stop wastage of water. But now that he wants to change it, he wants to change it so that there could be uh, anything between 10 and 15 gallons of water flowing through the shower heads every minute, which um, is a stupid amount of water. And considering that the US is currently going through a two decade long drought, it might be a good idea to save some water. Well, I would have thought that. He wants it like the end of The Shining, doesn't he? That kind of level of saturation. <laughs> just being able to stand there like, Ooh. I, yeah. I just think maybe his problem's lime scale. If you just give it a bit of a clean with some flash. I don't think he lives in Kent. We have this problem with our hard water. Yeah, with but, our... Uh, yeah, see? Don't talk to me about shower heads. Oh, 
I now have to. Um, I am strongly advised against drinking tap water in the southeast of England after it gave me several kidney stones. Ooh. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> hold on, hold on. So you've had kidney stones? Yeah. Did you have to pee them out? Yeah, excruciating. What, what bit of the body did they come out of? <laughs> Where do you think? <laughs> have a guess. Oh, which, mate. Which, what are you going to call it? My pee-pee hole. Yeah, Your pee-pee. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ting's eye. <laughs> I honestly think that is one of the most that that is one of the top three things I'm scared of in life of getting kidney stones and having to wear them out. Well, I I tell you what, AMJ, that was nothing compared to when I'd have to a you. camera put up there. When you had a what put up there? A camera. Oh, for a minute, I thought you said what? a catheter. Like a like a Nikon. Yeah, <laughs> a whole <laughs> Nikon camera shoved up your ting's eye. Yeah, up my winking eye. Oh, like, mate. That, it was so, so sore. It was a relief when they then done the one up my bottom because that did not hurt as much. I'm glad it went the other, that way around. Then you used to practice up that one, though, have not you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, but the other thing is, well... For at least 12 years now. The other thing with that is, well, that's why they had to change the STI test because it was too painful. Like, because I, I remember having one years ago and then like putting like a little cotton bud in there. And I remember just I accidentally hit the doctor in the arm because like it was like, oh, you get and like, you know, when you just have that kind <laughs> of reflection. I've, I've never had an STI test. So, uh, Me neither. So, never so, need. Yeah. Well, it, it, oh, I was <laughs> grew up in a circus. I mean, um, uh, park. Holiday park. It was that elephant that did it. Yeah. You grow up on holiday parks, you uh you get STIs. Wow, there used to be a time when they used to set a minibus at the front gates <laughs> and uh certain people were like mandatorily like sent to have an STI test and then came back. That's how bad it used to be before it all turned around. Yeah. Mm. I was never on that minibus. What? <laughs> now they use a double decker bus. They do use a double decker bus. <laughs> it's them Barney the dinosaur on the top as well. <laughs> Someone loved me too much. Far too purple. This shouldn't be bright red. <laughs> I love you. You love me. You gave me an STD. <laughs> With a great big hug. And unprotected sex. I remember once in him, like they had animatronic eyes at one point, and like so he would blink, but one of them kind of got stuck. And like I remember going backstage, just subtly looking in the mirror and seeing one just going up and down, and it did look like his sexual face. And it was the most weirdest thing I think I've ever seen in my life. How do you know what Barney's sexual face looks like? Uh, only in dreams. STI. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why do you think I was in the clinic? <laughs> <laughs> it was weirder than that because I weren't in the costume at the time. I don't know what happened. <laughs> do you reckon that's ever happened to any like ventriloquist or something? They've woken up one night and the puppets talked to them. Only, only when they've taken drugs. 
And there must there must be something like there must be a weird ventriloquist story like where they think like the puppet's alive or something. I think they, he watched too much Pinocchio again. Yeah, yeah, yeah but, but do you reckon Keith Harris has like had a conversation with Orville before and reckon it's spoken back to him? Well, obviously we can't follow that up now because he's dead. Uh, but <laughs> what Orville's dead? <laughs> well, well, Orville's not dead, Mark. I yeah, wish you don't. Way up to the sky, but I can't. You can't. What? You can't. You yeah, what? You can't say that. I said I can't. Where were we on that random thing? Oh yeah, I was talking about. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look into that because that's a kind of paranormal. I'll report back. Has, any, has there ever been a ventriloquist whose puppet has had a full conversation with them? Probably on lonely days. I mean, I've had conversations with my puppet Edward. Yeah. Yeah. What, what kind of stuff do you talk about? Um, it's cheap psychiatrist, really. In all honesty, things that are getting me down, things that I'm happy about. Anyway, back on with the fun stuff. <laughs> Edward, Ooh. yes, Paul. Um, I'm feeling a bit down at the moment. Oh, tell me more. Oh, I'm so glad you listened to me, Edward, because no one else does. Oh, it's probably your nasally whiny voice. You're meant to be my helper. Get lost. I'm so upset with you. It sort of goes a bit like that. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, lovely. Right, well, let's move on. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye, Edward. Um, <laughs> I've got Dave's a lot more sympathetic when I talk to him. Well, let's let's um, let's get Dave to do a little jingle because I think it's time for Paul's film review. It's time to listen to Paul and his nasally voice. He is so boring. It's Film Review with Paul. So, Paul, uh, you were tasked with watching Street Fighter, the classic film, of course, and uh, and giving us a, a lovely, honest review of uh, what you thought of uh, Street Fighter. So, do you want to tell us more about I'm, it? I'm not going to lie. I got quite upset when I um, checked out Street Fighter because I realised how long ago it came out. And I was thinking, I'm sure I must have been a teenager when it came out. No, I was still not even 10 years old when it came out. And it made me feel very, very old. Indeed. What year was that? 1994. Oh, uh, yeah. Year after Jurassic Park. Wow. It's a massive park. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it... That- I'm so glad, though, as I was watching it, I was really, really happy because for ages I I thought um, I was making it up or I just really wanted to believe in this fact because when I spoke to other people who'd seen the film in the last four or five years, they all called me stupid and said, of course that person isn't in this film. But she was. Kylie Minogue is in the film. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was happy with that. So that bumped up its score by uh, two tingy ticks straight off because it proved me right so that I was happy with that but um, the film itself I was a bit upset that there weren't actually that many streets a lot of the fights seemed to happen in uh, arenas or streets that were made to look like arenas I wasn't happy with that I want to see more street fighting a bit more bare knuckled a bit more gritty drama um, although I don't think that would really 
um, worked for Blanco and Delson when they fought. But there you go. <laughs> um, and, uh, I was upset that Sagat didn't have more of a Russian accent. Uh, Chun Li, um, I was happy with uh, the casting of her. Um, she's a fantastic actress. And the fact that um, you could tell just by the eyes that she was using uh, whenever she saw Bison. You knew there was a bit of backstory there. And then, boom, it's revealed Bison killed her father. Um, the Spoiler alert. Uh, uh, I was also in the Street Fighter game, so it shouldn't be too much of a spoiler alert, but apologies if it did. However, real spoiler alert now. Um, when they had to fake Guile's death. That was uh, very well acted. If this was a bunch of eight-year-olds performing it on stage for their <laughs> parents. Um, the highlight, of course, was Delsim. Delsim's just amazing. And Chun-Li. So, take into account, they've already got two tingy ticks because Kylie Minogue was in it and it proved me right and it gave me gloating rights for two or three is days. That, is this two, is this Kylie Minogue's two tingy ticks? No, Street Fighters, two tingy ticks. Oh, not her lovely ticks. Not her lovely ticks, no. no, um, no. I didn't think anyone else noticed that she has a slight tick every now and then. So. so, all in all, I would give this film four tingy ticks. Four? Is that uh, okay? I was going to say, it's just going like, you know, when I sat there and I was going like, oh, I'm trying to remember it and realised that I was remembering Mortal Kombat, which is yeah. a very similar film. But yes. Terrible. It doesn't have Kylie Minogue in it. Oh, it definitely doesn't. It's nor really. Danny. Nor Danny Minogue. Nor no Jean-Claude Van Damme either. I'll, I'll be honest. I've always found Danny prettier than Kylie. Wow. It's not Ooh, controversy. There uh, now. I've said they're it. They're very similar, though. Well, I should hope so. They're sisters. Yeah, it's like saying which Hanson brother is the most good-looking. The one with mm, Bop. Bop. Did you know that uh, Lee Dale directed one of their music videos? Really? What? Really? Yeah. Lee Dale has actually directed quite a few um, videos for, for big bands. Because although Hanson only really had the one hit here, they're still going in America, and I think they're on their sixth or seventh album. Wow. A little... They've just Ooh. released an album where they've redone all their songs with an orchestra. Yeah, oh. they have. They have. Have you heard not, any of it yet? Uh, I did listen to it where it came out because I'm a secret kind of... I like Hans, and I think the first album, they were very well-written pop songs. So it doesn't really work with an orchestra, if I'm honest. There's a few songs that are good on it, but not as a I piece. Worked well. Yeah. Well, there we go. You're listening to Hanson Chat, the only podcast that talks about Hanson on a weekly basis. <laughs> no. Um, anyway... Remixes. I did hear a good music remix this week. Oh, of what? So you know the Scatman, Scatman John. Yeah. Louis Baker released a, a remix of that song. Guess what Louis Baker calls himself? What? So you Scatman, Scatman John. He calls himself the Hat Man. The Hat Man. I like that. And I also yeah. like the way you called Lou Baker, Louis Baker, like his. Unsuccessful brother has finally come back. It is Louis Baker. It's Lou Baker. It's Louis. It's Lou Baker. Lou's German. Number five, it's Louis Baker. 
It's Lou Bega. Louis. Well, we, we need someone impartial. Mark, can you, can you find out if it's I, Lou uh, or Louis Bega? It's, it's spelled Lou, but it's pronounced Louis. It's I said... Lou, but it's pronounced Louis. Like, you, you can't say that when two letters are missing. Um, phlegm is spelled P-H-L-E-G-M. So don't don't even try and say letters have any sort of connotation on a, how words should be pronounced. So, well, yeah, I'll tell you this. It's because um, I'm pretty sure it's Lou Baker because his actual name is David Lou Baker. One word, as in L-U-B-E-G-A. So his surname is Lou Baker. And he goes under the stage name of Lou Baker. So it's got to be Lou Baker. David Lou Baker sounds like an accountant. Yeah, yeah. Born 13th of April, 1975. Oh. German recording artist. Yes, years active from 1988 to present. So he's still going. Good old Lou, Lou Baker. Yeah. Louis. I said so. <laughs> Louis, Louis. Uh, uh. Um, anyway. Um, on DCR, AMJ, all the times I pronounced him as Louis Baker. You decided now. Why when I'm I... quite vulnerable. And... You're vulnerable? I don't think we ever played Lou Baker. I don't think that was a big on the hit list. We played it when we had the Napiers in. We did. We did actually play Louis Baker. I, I, I didn't Thank pick up on that. It. Him. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, going back to the film review, how about next week you watch The Meg? I've sort of gone oh. off family, guy. Uh-huh. Ah, I see what you did really? there. The mag about the uh, the colossal seventy five foot prehistoric shark. It is now available on Amazon Prime. But is it free? Oh. Amazon Prime? It is included with Prime. So ta-da! easy. So I, yeah, I feel we should give you a good one one week. Well, I haven't seen the Meg, and I've heard good things. Um, I've not heard any good things from the Meg. Although you, you gave me a good film the other week. It was just poorly executed. Food Fight. That had potential to be one of the best films that have ever been made. The best film ever. For great, great ideas. Poorly executed. That needs to be a podcast. Things that could have been amazing that were just terribly made. That's what this podcast is. Yeah. Just... No, that is deep there was a really great DNA. idea at the start. And now look at it. Yeah. We're all right. Do you know what? Many things have come out of this pandemic. This. Not all good. Not all good. <laughs> but not all bad. Some are awesome. Everything is awesome when you live in the dream. Woo! What a callback to 2014. That is a good callback. I like that. The Lego Movie is a great film. Six year old. That was the first film that I actually went to see with my now wife. Oh, for a minute I thought you were going to say that was the first film I went to see. Yeah, because yeah. I'm that young. Critters, not like you oldies. We are pretty old. Oh, I miss the cinema. We're going on Sunday. Ooh. I'm very excited. What are you going to see? Uh, a film called Dark Waters. Never read of it. The Mark Gruffalo one where uh, he stumbles on a secret. The Gruffalo? Se- yes, the Gruffalo. But, yeah, the tar- Gruffalo. Yeah, the Gruffalo and his child and the stick man stumbled on a secret, a secret so deep that it's in every one of us. And only the squirrel knows. Only the squirrel knows. Oh, I love the Gruffalo. The one voiced by James Corden. I do. 
I enjoy yeah. that at Christmas. It's one of those good Christmas feel-good films that aren't really films, but only last for about 30 minutes. Like uh, Wallace and Gromit. Wallace and Gromit. Oh, Wallace and Gromit is just a big slice of loveliness, isn't it? Yeah. What's your favourite Wallace and Gromit? Probably Wrong Trousers. Good call. Critters, what's yours? I, I like I like Curse of the Were Rabbit. Were Rabbit's good. Yeah. I'm gonna go with close shave. Ooh. I was I was in I was I was I was in a tur in a turmoil with myself. Um you don't have any turmoil with anybody else, that'd just be weird. Um but I was having an inner turmoil <laughs> whether to go with close shave or wrong trousers. But the penguin um is just the best animated character I've ever seen. How they make it so sinister is is yeah. unreal. I think though, if you look at all that, I and I did a piece on this that Gromit is probably one of the best comedy characters ever for his expressions, and he doesn't say a word. It's almost no. Chaplin esque. It's yeah. Nick Park's a genius. He is indeed. Yar. <sighs> right. I think I think we're gonna have to. Uh, we have to try and do just like what the guy in Margate did, and wrap up this. Hey, hey. see, I could do callbacks too. That's a good callback. Yeah, yeah. Um, do either of you have a uh, an interesting news story that we can finish up on for this week? It actually fits in quite nicely with our Watson Gromit chat. Go on. So in Nottinghamshire, the uh, the police in the early hours of the morning picked up and put into their car a suspicious looking person but it turns out this person actually turned out to be very friendly and not a person at all it was a penguin Ooh, one out of Wallace and Gromit no another one out of Wallace and Gromit um, it was friendly not um, a narcissistic homicidal maniac See, I thought uh, you was tying in nicely to the last thing we spoke about, but no, mm-hmm. sorry, ruined it now. But the good, <laughs> the good thing is, the police. This is the a direct quote from the police. They called the penguin a cheeky chappy because he <laughs> well, just that's... escaped and and gone for a mile long walk. Where did it escape from? Um, somebody's farm. Who keeps penguins on a farm? <laughs> They're weird, though, penguins with stuff like that. Like, I remember, like, when they used to, like... When I was in Coo uh, Martin, they used to bring animals from the local wildlife park. So they'd bring a snake, they'd bring a spider, and they'd bring a penguin. But they'd get the penguin first, and this time only one person came. So they brought the penguin on stage, and then she got the snake out and was showing all the kids, ignored the penguin. I was sat backstage at the time, and he just walked back. I was just looking at him, going like, "Oh my god, what do I do now?" There's a penguin just staring at me. Yeah, he's nice enough. To be honest, I thought I thought this story was going to take a different turn. I thought she's going to get the spider out, the penguin at the spider, and then the snake at the penguin. <laughs> just getting bigger animals every time. Yeah. And she's got a lion. And the yeah. lion. <laughs> it reminds me of a story about the woman who ate a fly. I don't know why she swallowed that fly. Perhaps she does. That's dark, isn't it? It's a kid's book. Perhaps she'll die. And yeah. what happens? Her stomach explodes. And she's all right. No one says she's yeah. all right. Good dreams, children. Sleep tight, kids. And remember, if you do swallow a spider, it will die in the hydrochloric acid in your stomach. 
do, do not. She swallowed a fly, didn't she? If you do swallow a fly, it will die in the hydrochloric acid in your stomach. Do not she, eat any more animals. But don't forget, she swallowed the fly to catch the spider. Uh, she swallowed the spider to catch the fly. She did follow the spider to catch the fly. She then swallowed the bird to catch the spider to catch the fly. See, this old woman must have been some weird, creepy monster to be able to, you know, the kind of stuff that she swallows whole. It's amazing. Oh, that's my friend you're talking about. It's like something out of Beetlejuice. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Why hasn't yeah. that been a Disney Pixar film? The old woman who swallowed a fly. <laughs> That'd be amazing. Oh. That'd be a Tim Burton Brandy one. Newman? Well, exactly. <laughs> be a Tim Burton one. You've got to really go in depth to make that 90 minutes. And who would be the old woman in a Tim Burton film? Who's in every single Tim Burton film? Or would it be Helena Bonham Carter? It would, yes. He's ex Canada Bonham yeah. Carter. And the bird would probably be Johnny Depp. <laughs> oh, are you feeling like the actual thing she swallows? Uh, uh, she could swallow me. Oh! <laughs> Steady on. <laughs> I bet you'll be wearing the headphones when it comes to editing that part later, won't you? Yeah, but that's not going to make it in. Uh, No, no, no. She's she's my celebrity allowed one. Really? Uh, Uh, Somebody at work, um, that's also his celebrity allowed one. And he calls calls her Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bone her. Yeah. What has turned into? Clearly, everyone's a bit more tired now because we've actually got to do stuff. Helena, yeah. bone car. You know what I'm saying, lads, lads. <laughs> oh dear. Musical insights. <laughs>